Hi, it's Sean with T-Shirt Voice Lessons, and today we're going to talk about the weather. (laughs) Not a conversation, not like, hey, let's talk about the weather, but we're going to talk about the effect of weather on your voice, and if you hear me, in the background, it's raining a little bit, you might hear some windshield wipers going. I'm in the car, again, but it's very important for you to remember Weather affects your voice a lot less if you don't think it affects your voice or if you're not freaking out about it. It's so common for singers to go, well, my voice doesn't do well in the cold weather. Oh, it doesn't? Okay. Oh, it's raining outside? My voice doesn't do well in the rain. Oh, my voice doesn't do well in low barometric pressure. Okay. I don't buy any of those excuses. Now, there is a subtlety that sometimes is missing during in certain atmospheric conditions in your voice that only you notice. You still got to go with it. You still got to sing full out. You got to sell your songs. You got to entertain your audience. You got to entertain yourself. You got to express your music. If you start thinking, oh, my voice is not working because of the weather, then, <laughs> then you will definitely mess up. You will definitely be affected because you are affecting yourself. It's reflexive. You are affecting yourself because you think it's affecting you. The end. And that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's all I need to say. But this is a larger subject. It's a larger subject. Subject. And I'm going to tell you a cool, an interesting story. I worked with this person in, um, in musicals for like four years straight. And this particular program, we did musicals once a year. And she, every year, she was a good singer, had a nice voice, nice tone. She was expressive and, well, expressive in her way. She's a little more subtle, a little softer and stuff like this, but a very, very nice voice. But every year before opening night, she would get sick. Every year. It took me like two years to figure it out. And I'm like, okay. Here it is. She's going to get sick again. There it is. By year three, I knew she was going to get sick. And it's because she was setting herself up for an out in case she messed up. And I want you to lock in on that because that's what you're doing too when you complain about the weather or cold or all this stuff. You can do it and your excuse is only to make you have an out because you're a little bit unconfident or even a lot unconfident about the notes you're about to produce. So you want to give your, yourself an out ahead of time. So it's like all this preparation we would have, she would be freaking out about opening night. So she would give herself an out by a psychosomatic sickness. And that's, I'm going to say, I'm not a doctor, but I'm going to flat out say that that's what it was. Because year four, I said, hey, this year you are not going to get sick. I'm telling you now, you will not get sick. And she did not. She did not she did not get sick. In fact, it was her best year ever. Her voice floated. She had this unique voice that would float across the room to the back of the audience without even any need to project in a sense. Like it just floated to the back of the audience. Of course, it was her unique voice and we did I did bring that out of her too cuz she used to have it really covered and so it was stuck. But we just opened it up and let it fly. And we didn't have to give her a lot of projection. We didn't have to. I didn't want to do that. Her voice was too delicate and gentle 
I, the, the, the last thing I wanted to have was edge to that voice. So we brought it to where it would float to the back of the audience. It was so cool. And she got to enjoy her voice. Opening night was enjoyable for the first time. She started to appreciate her own voice. And then she, you know, she recorded some albums and stuff. And it was cool. So anyway, my, later on, after, like after she pretty much appreciated her voice. So my point to you is appreciate your voice. Don't ever give yourself an out. I don't care what it is. You didn't get enough sleep. Well, that's your fault. Uh, you didn't eat right. You ate potatoes before, you know, performance. You drank milk, whatever. Oh, you drank some tea or something. You didn't know you were going to perform and you drank tea today. You know, all this craziness. Like, your voice is delicate in a sense. And it is more delicate with the certain types of music. Like if you sing opera or something. But even then, it's not as bad as you think. So... I'm saying a similar message over and over, but I'm going to say it one more, one more time in a different way. And that is, if you feel like you are sick and you are about to sing, well, the the sickness has multiple facets. Part of it is mental. And part of it is physical. So deal with the mental part and make sure that you're all on if you have to still perform it. And we're going to tell you about the physical part that you have to, you should watch out for. On the physical part, sicknesses will affect breathing and weather does this too. So they're all kind of lumped together right now. Sicknesses and weather will affect, can affect breathing in. They can somewhat affect breathing out if there's like phlegm or, or, or a tendency to tighten up. And then they can also affect the vocal cords itself, but only in one situation. And that is with post-nasal drip or a sore throat. Generally, if someone has a sore throat or post-nasal drip, I tell them not to sing, if at all possible. If they have a performance, then we show them how to sing with more of an airy voice or a flowing airy voice. It's a little bit safer um, if you absolutely have to sing. If you have a performance, you know, you have a performance. Your health is part of, you, you got to watch your own health, you know. I was in a concert choir one time and that was part of your grade. Like, you're, you're, you're responsible for your own health. So if you're absent because of health reasons, that's, that's on you. And that's true for being a singer. So, but regardless, if you're in that situation, how are you going to get out of it? Well, you need to... You need to learn how to, you know, you can do some flowing air and stuff like this and get the air flowing and just get through it. But don't barrel through your voice because you'll do more damage. But in general, instead of practicing, if you have post-nasal drip or a sore throat, uh, you should instead do thought practice or maybe breathe in-breath exercises or postural exercises for your daily practice. Remember, 15 minutes a day, no skipping, no skippies or skipsies or whatever, um, and so if you are sick, like in that specific instance type sick where it's affecting the throat itself, you're allowed to not sing, but you're not allowed to not practice. You still should do your posture. You should still uh, do your in-breath stuff. Now, if cold weather is affecting your in-breath, like it's giving you pins and needles or something when you breathe in, then you have to take more frequent breaths, but not huffing and puffing breaths so if you have to breathe in more frequently because a deep breath hurts you 
then you want to breathe more often, but it has to be a quick in-breath through the nose and mouth at the same time. You open up your throat and you go, quick breath, and short. But you don't go, sing, 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 sing. That's panting and huffing and puffing, and huffing and puffing is the worst thing for your voice. It will cause you to get lightheaded. It's terrible. Don't do it. So, low, open your mouth, air in your mouth and nose at the same time if you have to breathe shallow. All right. There's a bunch of, I mean, I can give you tons of tricks for weather and and stuff that helps you physically. But if you get through the mental part, you're mostly going to, your body will probably help you to figure it out if you just get through the mental part and say, look, I'm going to do this. If you have a throat situation, you do have to be careful. But if it's affecting your in-breath or out-breath, most likely you can find a way to make it work. Uh, no nasal stuff really doesn't affect the voice if you have a, you know except the fact that you have to deal with it but it doesn't affect your singing like if it's just in the nose itself if anything it might actually help your singing unless you are a nasal singer but you know you want to lift yourself palate so that doesn't happen what else does it affect uh, well sometimes people think it affects your actual vocal cords if it's on your throat so you'll see opera singers wearing scarves when they sing in public in cold weather uh, yeah, if it's very cold weather, it can, if you're not conditioned for it. Uh, so you can do the scarf thing. That's fine if it makes you feel better. Um, you can also swallow more frequently as a way to keep your vocal cords warm. You can also breathe a little slower, take slow breaths whenever possible and these kinds of things. So I'm giving you some, some basically trip tricks to help you with the weather but again, these are only, these aren't crutches. These aren't like, okay, I have to do this or I'm going to freak out. It's just going to be, you take care of it. You, you're in charge. You're on stage. You're doing your job as a singer, but you take care of what you need to take care of. You take care of your business. So, so yeah. Um, I throw out a few tips. I kind of, you know, I'm mostly addressing the mental part of it, but I want to, I wanted to also give you an idea that there is some physical there are some physical things you can do that will help your voice also. And I gave you a few of those, and I'll give you more as we talk. And I'll have a tips and tricks book, um, 27 tips, tricks, and tools for singers that's coming out pretty soon. That's going to be one of my sooner ones because it's easy to do, and people like tips and tricks. And um, maybe if you're lucky, I might even give it out for free or something. Uh, but that's going to include some stuff on the weather, it's going to include uh, how to address things with colds. What do you do if your voice is doing this? So, you know, if something's not working, what, what do you do to get through it? What are some common things to do? So uh, you'll, you'll really like that one. But uh, I have some other stuff, too, that you're really, really going to like. But, uh, yeah. So weather. It's, it's a little rainy right now. A lot of singers would start panicking if they were in this weather, even though it's not even that much rain. If they had to perform in it, they would start psyching themselves out. Why? Because what are you doing when you psych yourself out? Most likely, you're giving yourself an out for bad notes. Don't give yourself an out. Accept the bad notes. Laugh at them. If, you give, if you're worried about them, you make them grow. Remember the flower and weeds thing we talked about already? You want those weeds to grow? Keep thinking about them. Instead, just laugh at them. Oh, well, it's raining. I might have some bad notes. It's going to be fun. Here we go. You know, and that's it. That's your attitude. You have to have a winning attitude. We're tough. Performers are tough. We got to be tough because we have to lead. We have to, we have to stand there and face the music. 
And we know how to do it, and you know how to do it. So, that's my message for you. You can do this, face the music, and sound amazing. Regardless of if it's weather, or you're sick, or any of that stuff. Alright, well, until next time, I hope you have good singing, and I want you to pay attention to this one and think about how no matter what's the weather, no matter what's the cold or flu or whatever, you can still do this. Bye.